Hi everyone, I've mentioned ETFs, or exchange traded funds, in a few of the episodes before, but wanted to take the time to delve a little deeper onto the topic for you today so you can understand why they're a fantastic addition to start your investment portfolio from. Hopefully, you've decided on a perfect platform using the last episode, but if you haven't, I want you to stop, go back to that episode, and see what platform works best for you before continue on with the lessons. They will be more effective if you can apply the approach rather than just simply listening to it. All right, now that's out of the way. Let's get you started. Welcome to Snack on This, starting with ETFs. As a disclaimer that you've seen in all of our videos, we are not licensed professionals and can only educate you on these topics to help you make more informed decisions about your investments on your own. We'll arm you with the knowledge for you to take and apply, but we can't make those investment decisions for you. Let's start snacking. An exchange traded fund, or ETF for short, which is what we'll be calling them throughout the rest of the episode, is like a picnic basket of food. You got a sandwich, you got yourself a drink, you got some fruit, maybe some bubbly, but all these things come together to give you a unique experience for your day. An ETF is like a basket of like stocks, bonds, commodities, commodities being gas and precious metals, and combines them all into one easy to use stock ticker which we'll go over in just a few minutes here. There are ETFs for almost every category you think of. You can have ETFs ranging from oil, you can have ETFs ranging from airline industries to technology, to even millennials and Gen Z, because those are the stocks that are most important for those consumers. Despite this diversification, they behave like regular stocks. You can put in the orders for these like you put in regular stock orders during market hours, which are 9.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern U.S. time for the U.S. stock market. The prices will go up on these just like regular stocks, and they are affected by the stocks that they hold. So the ETF is like the picnic basket, the stocks inside are like the food, and however that food may perform on the inside is what your picnic basket will do at the end of the day. Let's look at an example of what we mean. We're going to look at a millennial ETF. This ticker is called MILN. A ticker symbol is an arrangement of letters representing anything that you can trade on the market. Apple is AAPL, Microsoft is MSFT, Amazon is AMZN, and so on and so forth. There are some that are very obvious and they definitely try to be, but some aren't so straightforward. So you just need to watch out for that in terms of the stock and when you're picking it. Back to M-I-L-N. Before this, we are not telling you to take action on this particular ETF. We've chosen it as a good example for what an ETF consists of. M-I-L-N is short for the Global X Millennials Thematic ETF. Mouthful, huh? It's comprised of companies that have a high likelihood of benefiting from rising spending power and unique preferences of you guess it, the millennial generation. Who would have thought? Companies range from social media, entertainment, food and dining, clothing and apparel, health and fitness, travel and education, to financial services and home goods. Keep in mind, MILN is just one stock ticker that houses all of these industries in one easy to use package. Examples of companies that make up this stock ticker are Apple, Costco, Amazon, Netflix, Nike, Home Depot, among a few others. The combined market price of the stocks that I just mentioned as of April 16th, 2020 is approximately $3,700, $3,700 US dollars. The price of the ETF, 
approximately $22 a share. Keep in mind, there are some companies I didn't mention, so we're flirting around $4,000 if you wanted to combine one share of every single stock on that list. But we're looking at just around $22 if you want all bundled up and presented to you very nicely. Sounds like a bargain, right? The ETF is diversified and provides you exposure to multiple companies at just one low price. You may be asking yourself, but guys, if I get all of these stocks combined into one cheap ETF, what's the catch? ETFs usually come bundled with a management fee of some sort. It's called the expense ratio. The expense ratio is the cost to manage and operate the fund. This fee isn't charged to you directly, so you don't need to worry about it coming from your stock account, but this fee is charged to you in the form of percentage return at the end of the year. So for example, let's say we're looking at half a percentage point for the management fee for the MILN stock, okay? If MILN charges 0.5% and your return on the end of the year is 11%, that means that your account will see a return of 10.5% because you need to subtract that 0.5% out from the return of the ETF. You still made money on your investment, but just slightly less from the management fees. And there are tons of ETFs that have high management fees because they're more actively managed than some of the lower expense ratioed ETFs. But both are just as good. It just depends on what you want from your investment. The most popular ETFs tend to track the stock indexes, NASDAQ, S&P 500, and the Dow Jones. These are the largest stock index in America, and you may have heard of them on the news, CNBC, or whatever news outlet that you may watch. These indexes, however, cost a lot. The Dow is almost $25,000 just for one share, but an ETF that tracks the Dow could be as little as $70 a share. So why not just get into an ETF that tracks all these? It's a much cheaper investment for you to make and you'll get similar returns as to the overarching index. You may be asking now, where do we even get started with the ETFs? How do I know which ETF to choose since there are so many? Well, we've got you covered. We're now going to cover the list of the five top ETFs for you to get started with in your portfolio. Again, these are all just recommendations based on some of the stuff that we currently hold and is no way to influence your decision on what you ultimately end up doing. We recommend you research and check these out as viable options to start your portfolio with. So to start off the five most popular ETFs, first up we have SPY. Yes, I said SPY. SPY. This ETF tracks the S&P 500 and it's a very popular one to trade. This stock is appealing for both buyers and holders, as well as shorter term traders. Next up is VOO, which is the exact same as SPY. It tracks the S&P 500 index, but it's offered by Vanguard instead. The S&P 500 is a great index to begin your investment with. It's a combination of 500 different companies. So if you can get into an ETF that tracks it, provides it to you at a lower cost than what the S&P 500 is at right now, that's a fantastic deal for you to get. What's not to love about 500 companies in your portfolio packaged in one small ETF in delicious goodness? That was cringy. Next one is VTI, the Vanguard Total Stock Market ETF. This ETF gives you the exposure to the entire US stock market. It includes all of the indexes such as the Dow Jones, 
NASDAQ and the S&P 500, as well as a bunch of the smaller ones. It gives you companies from all arenas of the US stock market. This ETF usually lets you keep your portfolio very simple and very easy. There are a lot of folks that start out with this just one ETF in their portfolios and put money into it pretty regularly. This is a great long-term option for those of you that are looking to just invest into something and just want it to grow. Also, it features very low management fees because it is part of that Vanguard network of ETFs. Next up, we have VEA, Vanguard Developed Markets ETF. This is a great ETF to get exposure to outside of markets that are in the US. This gives you exposures to Europe, Western Europe, Japan, and Australia. This is a great diversification strategy to latch onto and get exposure from companies outside of the US market, right? It's great that you wanna be invested in the US market, but it's also important to look at some of these emerging areas as well. They'll provide you some of the more riskier, but better returns longer term, usually. Our final most popular ETF is QQQ, three Qs. This isn't a Vanguard one. The QQQ follows one of the most popular stock indexes in the US, the NASDAQ. It's comprised of mainly technology stocks. There are some few others sprinkled in there, but it's primarily known for being the big fang stocks that you may have heard of. Facebook, Apple, Netflix, Amazon, Google. This is a very big index that contains primarily of mostly technology companies that you may have heard of. These have been on fire lately, which is why QQQ is a great addition to start your portfolio with. QQQ is mainly used by the short, shorter term traders, but it's a great addition to your portfolio for the longer term because you do get exposed to a ton of different technology companies at one low price. So that list again of the five most popular ETFs that you're looking at, according to us at least, are SPY, VOO, VTI, VEA, and QQQ. Now that you have a brief synopsis of what these things are, type up the ticker in Google, check out the price points, and let's get started. Till the next episode, stay safe, check out some brokerages, and keep investing.